All right, y'all, you're in the building for another Kingdom Building Conversation. I got one of the brothers from the industry who I would say is one of the guys who is uh, always talking to the Lord in his songs, man. Before I even bring him on the screen, I- I'd love to know if y'all can guess who this dude is. He has a voice that cuts through the beats that come across. Um, I would say when he's rhyming, he's more often than not speaking to the Lord as opposed about the Lord. Mm, see if you can mm. guess who this dude is. Um, you might not even know where he's from because of the way he rhymes. The beats come across kind of East Coasty boom back sometimes, melodic. Yeah, this flow can go across different places, East Coast, West Coast, Third Coast. You don't know necessarily. Dropped two albums last year, two. And you might say, well, yeah, sure, it was pandemic times. He had plenty of time. Nah, they dropped early in the year. So, hmm, got to think about that. So, no, nah, this is pre planned. Who do you guess? I'm going to tell you who it is Young C. Welcome, Yo. Young C, to the Kingdom Building Conversation. What's good, brother? What's going on, man? It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. You've been monitoring your career success for a minute, man. It's good to finally catch up, bro. Hey, we've been we've been trying to do this for a while. Yeah, we, we're finally finally getting it done. So it's it's a I'm I'm ready to see what y'all got for me. Yeah, it's overdue, brother. It's overdue. Well, I tell you what, let's let's start here, man. I always like to start with something fun. Uh, even before the lightning round, I don't know if you've seen the lightning round, so you, you don't get your mind wrapped on that one. But what's Here one thing go. you can share with the Holy Culture audience that even those who think they know Young C best, even my Dukes, doesn't know? Oh, oh, um, that is a great question, and it's the first question. Okay, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no warm up. <laughs> <laughs> But I see, I know you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot of information this early. Um, We don't know. I got to really sit on that one for a little bit. Okay, I'll let you come back. Yeah, come That's back. a hard one. That's a hard one. All right, that cool. Is. That's a hard one. Well, listen, man. We're you know um, I've been watching your 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 uh, your stuff for a while, man. The first thing I saw was again Jerusalem, and it okay. hit me, man, because uh, I'm not playing when I talk about the intro. I'm a little older than you and been around this thing for a minute. And it just hit me. When the first time I saw the video, uh, I think you were like standing in some kind of little stone pillar uh, spot. Your hair was fully out. Graffiti spot. Yeah, yeah. graffiti spot. And you just, yeah. the lyrics just like cut through. And I kept rewinding. Yeah. And I said, this dude, I got to follow up and see see who, this, see who this guy is. And uh, I do this with every MC. And so this is a good thing to say for everybody. Just knows it. You know, I just I just watch for a while, man. I, I you know I'm patient. I like to see and get to know who an artist is and kind of watch their music for a minute. And then I saw the consistency okay. of what you were doing. You know what I mean? I said, let me reach out and see. Um, you know, let's let's build a little bit. And we started talking a little bit on social and getting some of your music and videos. And uh, so yeah, man. So I really appreciated what you've been doing. So where are you from originally? I am from Riverside, California. Okay. Well, I'm from California. If if you ask different people that say he's from this area because I've jumped around so much. I was one of those kids that was, I was here for a minute, then I was there. So um, I am from California though. Okay. Okay. Riverside. And uh, where'd you, where'd you grow up? Where'd you spend most of your childhood? Uh, Most of my childhood was between Riverside and Banning, an area called Banning. It's a little town, but um, both of those areas and I'm 32. So between the 32 years, it's like half and half. Okay, okay. And you've, you've got how many children now? 
I have two. Yeah, two. Have, uh, my my daughter is thirteen. My son is seven. Yeah, I saw him in the um. I think it was God's Image video, right? They went with Image. it. Yeah, yeah. Now and since then, they want to be in every video. Well, sure. I mean, once you once you <laughs> let them out. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. the the the, uh, the boy. Like he he is. Every day, he's, every time I get ready to go shoot something, he's asking to be a part. Oh yeah, which is you, a blessing. Absolutely, absolutely, that's good, man. Uh, you know, cherish the time that they want to hang out. You know what I mean? Because they right, get to that age, man, right. and then they like, all right, pops. You know, you go. Yeah, to, especially you, the thirteen year old. She's on some. She's all on her own type of thing right now. Like oh, I can do it myself, dad. So it's just like I got to watch out for that one. Exactly. You yeah. know what? I want to jump into the lightning round, man. These are a series of questions I love to ask, man, to let the audience get to know who you are. There's no right or wrong answer. Just don't okay. overthink them. You know what I mean? These, these are these are lighthearted uh, questions. There's no judgment. It's a, it's a lightning round zone. So I'll ask you a few few easy ones to get you going. What's the first item right. on your bucket list? Say it again. What's the first item on your bucket list? Shoot. Oh, man. I'm hitting you uh, hard, ain't I? I'm hitting you hard today. Hey, it's, it's so many there. Um, but the first item. You know, you, first item. So we, are we talking about just like a retail item or are we talking about a house? It we could be a retail car, item. It could be experience. It could be, you know, something you like, man, before I go, this has to happen. This this what I want to do. I want to open up my own school. Mm. Mm. That's what I want to do. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Uh, texting or talking? Oh, text. Okay. Yeah. Don't call me. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> favorite verse of scripture? Say it again. Favorite. What's your favorite verse of scripture? Um, Psalms 23. Psalms 23. Psalms 23. Name your parents. I'll give you some background on that. That's because, oh, it is lightning round, but that's because that's my grandma. That's the one she hit me mm. over the head with. From you know, she planted that, and then when I when I came back around to the Lord, it was like that's what I knew to Grandma go to. Yes, Grandma, that's what's up. Um, name a name your parents used to call you. Booger. Booger. Yeah, that sound right. Top three songs. <laughs> <laughs> top three songs on your playlist. From me or just any anybody anybody anybody. Um, Shoot. Dang, that, that one right there. Uh, it's and, and this is why. It's because I barely listen to music. Oh, really? You know, so it's just like, it's. but if, if we go top three, like right now, currently, I, I, I can't say the songs because it just, it's everywhere. Yeah. But Stevie, it's all Stevie Wonder. Is that right? Nice. That's did you see that? Did yeah. you see he recently said he's leaving America, man? He's moving. He said he's out of here. He's out of yeah. here. He's out of here, man. That's, that's a shame. Um, yeah. Yeah. Summer's coming, man. What's your favorite summer activity? I don't like summer. You don't like summer? Bro. I don't like... I'm a hoodie guy. So oh, I okay. like putting my hoodie on. And as you see in the Jerusalem video, like in all of the videos, really, I got hoodies on. So it's like, I don't I don't like summer. But if we... I got to get in the pool. I haven't been in the pool okay. in a minute. So yeah. I got to do that. I'm a sweat master, so I don't like summer because of that. If a movie oh. was made about your life, what uh, genre would it be? And who would play you? Uh, it got to be drama. There's a lot of that. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. who would play? Um, anybody that's out right now? Uh, I'm going to say Michael B. Michael B. Okay, okay. Got you, got you. Okay. All right, fill in these blanks real quick. <laughs> when I dance, I look like... 
Carlton. <laughs> when I meet the president, I'm going to ask him. We talking about the current president? Mm-hmm. Where my stimulus at? That's right. I know that's right. When the pandemic is over, I'm going to. Oh, man. Um, you know what? There hasn't been much that I haven't been able to do. Mm, mm-hmm. And that, since that started, I've still been moving the same way. Okay. Um, if I had to say something, it would be something that I would be able to do together with my kids. Okay, got you, got you. When they make a movie about my life, they will call it. Um, well done. Well done. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, brother. All right, bro. I'm going to leash you from the, from, from the, from the, uh, lightning round. That was good. That was good. That was good. What, um, what inspires you, man? Um, scripture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's so, I get so much from that, yeah. that I can, I can, um, line up with my life and be like, yo, I went through this. I felt like this. So it's just like that. Not even just musically, like just mm. in general, like the Bible is, is, is good. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's current, like everything that's happening in today's time is still biblical. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you anyway, who, who's someone who has had a deep positive effect on your life? What's your answer? Your grandma. Man, that belt, that's what it was. That's what, yeah. <laughs> she kept that out. So yeah, definitely my grandma, my mom too. Like they they play equal roles, but my grandma, as far as like who the me you see now, yeah, that was her. Yeah, 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 yeah. What uh, what keeps you going? What keeps you moving forward? Uh, my uh, it's it's a mm, my kids number one. Mm. I mean because they um now at the age they're at the attention that they. They, you know, their attention level and how they look at how I move and the way I do things. It's just like it not only keeps me going, but it makes me do stuff the right way. Yeah. How do you they know, how so do they how do they um how do they see what you do in terms of, you know, Christian hip hop? And and you know, you're not I mean, there's so many um shades of Christian hip hop across the spectrum. Right? right, and I'm I'm not making a judgment, right or wrong, or about any of them. Yeah, you know I mean, I love them all. I think they all have a placement. Yours is right. so um, specific, Christian, Christian capitals. You think what I'm saying? How do they? Yeah. How do they see it? I can speak for my daughter, um, because she's the older one now, and yeah. she she was she was aware of what was going on before I was doing Christian yeah. music or before I was living this type of life. So, um, she's just like, you can, it's not much change, you know, like a a lot of people think that you have to put this away. You got to stop doing this. You got to be like this. You can't do that. I'm still her father. Right. right. You know, and she sees me be the same person I am in real life in music. Right. So it's like, she looks at it and she's just like, man, I can have, I can be happy by making a choice to live righteous mm. you know so it's like you're 13 well she started this when she was nine years old right 10 years old and she was just like 
I want to live for, for God like my dad is trying to do. Yeah. You know, and I told her, like, you know, man, you might not get everything right. You're still young and that's okay. Right. You know, that's but she but she's determined, like, I wanna I wanna stay right. Yeah. You know, just for somebody at that age, and I wouldn't like that at that age. So for at that age, for her to be that way is a blessing to me. And again, to go back to your question, it's just like why I have to keep doing keep going and doing things the correct way. Yeah, yeah. And like you mentioned, you know, they they, they went to one video and now they want to go to all of them. Are they tracking with you to the all studio them. sometimes and whatnot as well? She, well, my daughter, she is, um, she sings. Oh, okay. So she, uh, yeah, so nice. all the Disney Disney songs nice. and, you know, all the, you know, that, that type of feel, like she's, she's killing that. So when I'm done with music, even before I'm done, like I want to develop her to where if that's where she wants to go, right. then I want I want to be able to open up opportunities for her to walk into that without any, without any problem. Man, that's nice. And man. then my my son again, he's he got the other side. He got the basketball side. Okay, so he's he's over there. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. What what artists inspire you? I know Stevie. Um, you mentioned Stevie, obviously. Stevie. Yeah. Um, Right now, it's just like I, I say every artist. Mm-hmm. You know, I say every artist because there's something that even the people I don't follow closely like that, there's something that they do that makes me be like, oh, wow, you you did that that way. Right. Or, you you know, you like just to even see an artist, any artist get on a stage in front of people. It's just, you know how hard that is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody to get in front of get in front of people and rap or sing or do um, spoken word or whatever it is that you do. Right. Whatever type of artist that you are, if you're in front of people, like that's inspiring. Because I before I got to where I am now, even now, like I have to battle to get in front of people. Yeah. You know, like I've I've dealt with a lot of fear and and if you hear it in the music, like I've, that was one of the things that mm. I had to overcome. And it's just like to see an artist get in front of people and share their gift that inspires me alone. That's beautiful, man. And I, I agree with you because, um, it takes a lot to get up there. Like a lot of folks talk about, they want it and right. they don't realize. Right. And, and, and they, they go through it. And I think, you know, um, the blessing is a lot of barriers have been removed. You know what I'm saying? Like right. back in the day, having to go through a label or, you know, to right. be seen, you had to, you know, get on MTV or BT and all those things. And all those barriers yeah. are gone. To yeah. some, it's a blessing. To some, it's like, oh shoot, now I can put it out there. Yeah, but I didn't. You know, I don't really, I don't really want to put it out there. Like if I, if I, if I right. post it, people right. will see it and say something, right? Yeah, and I, and I can't turn the comments mm-hmm. off on every platform, and I don't want that criticism and feedback. Right. You know what I mean? So it takes a lot. So I give a lot of credit to people who are willing to um, do it, um, put their own right. chips up and do it. You know what I'm saying? I always say, you know, when you put your own chips up, that says a lot. Your creativity. Um, your purpose, your passion. Especially right now. Especially like in a, right in now. In this pandemic where everything is shut down, it's like you have to be creative times 10 to, and, and if you're consistent, like you have to be creative times 10 and putting yourself in front of people because it's, it's very limited right now. Absolutely. You can't do shows. You can't go here. You can't go there. And it's just like the people that have survived this, I, I really applaud them because it, it was tough. Absolutely. Tough. I mean, they said last year, man, can you get your mind around this? Last year, there were 17,000 new podcasts created every week. Not new episodes. People launching a brand new branded podcast every week last year. Right? Somebody saying, "Mm, I've been thinking about this for a while. 
I'm going to launch my new podcast. That happened 17,000 times every week last year, bro. I mean, wow. that's, that's, that's unbelievable, man. So you know, everybody I'm, has something to talk about for real, for real. Bring your gifts and talents to the table. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. So how, how long you've been doing music now and how did you get into it? Well, how'd you first get into doing music? Um, I was always uh, a music head. Um, my dad, he named me after KRS-One. Is that right? So, yeah, that's, yeah. And this is like, I guess he kind of planted that seed again. Growing up, I wasn't, um, I wasn't trying to rap. Right. I wasn't trying to, you know, I loved music, but I wasn't trying to be a part of it. I was just a listener. Um, but I was always a performer. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I had anything that I can use as a mic, I would use it, right. you know, and just perform. This is around the time when, when a uh, bad boy and Diddy was really, they had Biggie was booming. Mace was doing his thing. And this is the time I was just performing all the bad boy songs. I right. thought I was from uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, was, yeah, I, yeah. I told everybody that yeah. like I'm from Brooklyn. So um, I didn't know what that was doing in that time, but that was, you know, that was working on me developing me as a, a lyricist, developing me as a writer. And around 2007, I just, I don't know where the idea came mm-hmm. from. Oh, high school, I had people around me that was rapping. I was like, you know what, let me, they always question me like, you don't rap? And they was like, nah, he just hoop. And I was like, you know what, let me try it out. And I started messing around with it. I wrote my first little, it was in my English class. We had to do like a, a like a poem, mm-hmm. and I put the poem together like a rap, and they was like, "Whoa!" Everybody was going crazy, and I was like, "I can, maybe I can do this." Yeah. So I started working on it more. I started getting instrumentals. I would rap to. I formed a little uh, a group, and we just start rapping. And from there, it's like, okay, maybe I can do this thing. So it didn't happen. It didn't. I didn't get serious with it until 2010. Gotcha. And then 2010 is when I was like, okay, I'm gonna start making. Um, like albums and mixtapes and see what happens. And then it kept growing. And by 2015, I was offered my first record deal. Universal, right? This was by, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Interscope. Interscope, Interscope, okay. Interscope. Uh, they offered me a deal. And this is around the time where um, I had my son. And I, I started making, you know, I was like, I need, I need the income. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like I was going back to church. Mm. I was I was trying to get, find my way with the Lord. So um, I was like, this is a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, being offered a deal. This this got to be from God. But it didn't feel right. Right. So I was like, all right, God, like, what, what are you what are you asking me to do? And I heard it clearly. Like, he was like, turn that deal down. Hmm. Turn that deal down. What do you think? And I was like, why, why, why do you think? What, what, what was what was going on with the deal? What was the the I, it was because I wasn't fully submitted to him, mm. you know, and I feel like the deal situation was, um, you can have the world or you can have me. That's your choice right now. And mm. it was, and I didn't know how to say, express these things to the people that was around me. The people that were around me was like, yo, you got to go do what you got to do. This can, this is your takeoff. Right. And I was just like, yeah, but it doesn't feel right. I felt like when this was going to happen, it was going to feel right. Right. And, right. So I, I was like, all right, man, I don't, I don't. And again, at that time I wasn't where I am with God right now. Yeah. So I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who was, what he was talking about, what he wanted me to do fully. 
But I listened and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna turn the deal down. I walked away from the deal. And then after that, my first um, Christian project came together. And now you see what we see now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so prior to that, it was it was more secular. And then you, you, were, you did it Christian was secular. after that, from, yeah. From 2010, or from the time I started rapping to 2015, yeah. like I was a whole different rapper. Got it. Was you Were you still using the same name, Young C? I was still going, I was going by Young Chris. Young Chris, got it. Got Chris, it, yeah. got it. Man, how hard was it to walk away from that deal, even after hearing God's voice, man? I won't say the deal part. That part wasn't hard. It was the part of knowing what God was telling me to do. Mm. Because I thought, like, when he started um, when he started taking me out of these things, I felt like I wasn't going to be a rapper. I was mm. like, okay, you leave to be something else. And that's what I had to figure out. I was like, okay, I don't have to be a pastor. I don't have to be a, a youth leader or, you know, stuff like this. Right. Um, one, I just have to listen to the voice of God and be obedient. Yeah. And then it was like, seek ye first and he'll handle the rest, you know, like yeah. live righteously, he'll handle the rest. And that's the, one of the scriptures that I still stand on today because I really had to live that out. Like, I didn't know what he was telling me to do. All I knew was music at that time. And I was like, all right, you're telling me to take a break. I couldn't create the way I normally would create. I had to find a different way of going about it. And he gave me everything. Yeah. You know, That's still good. to this day, like everything you hear, like he supplies guys. Yeah. It's really hard for me to put it in words because it's something that just happened. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it wasn't hard. That part wasn't hard. It was just finding myself and what he was telling me to do was mm-hmm. the part I was going through. That's good. Now, were you were you brought up in the church? What 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 helped you flip and or transition to Christian hip hop? Um, I. I have a church background. Mm-hmm. I, my grandma, right. you know, she, I, I was in there, but you know, being in there, you don't have a real relationship because you're, they got you in there. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandma had me in there. Right. So I, when I was able to do my own thing, I went and did my own thing. I was, you know, I was influenced by my friends or who I was around. Right. It was the girls and it was the, you know, that type of lifestyle. So, yeah. um, my a friend of mine, his name is Dar Holly. He, uh, he brought me to a service back in 2010, and this is the church that I go to now, ALFC. Like, okay. I go to that church. I still attend that church, but he brought me there, and I feel like I had an encounter. I went down and uh, to the altar call, and right that moment, I felt something change. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I, I, regardless of how I was living, I still was staying in the church. Yeah. You know, so I was still being fed. Seeds were still being planted. And like I said, I still go to that church now, but... It didn't happen overnight. Sure. A lot of people think that when you come to Christ, this is happen- that happens overnight. It wasn't an overnight thing. Like sure. I went through so much from 2010 to um, I totally surrendered in 2016, 17. So in that 6-7 year frame, it was just like I wasn't consistent with my walk, but I could still hear the voice of God telling me like get right. Yeah. Get right. If you really want what I got for you, you got to get right. Yeah. That's like good, you can man. you can get a little glimpse of it and a little bit here and there, but you won't get the full thing until you fully surrender. Yeah, yeah. So you were hearing that voice, man, pull you in. Um, yeah. You know, you you you've dropped some some real compelling songs. What do you want to accomplish through your music? I like <laughs> when this question comes up. I always answer like this: like it's never, it never. Well, now 
going this way with music, it's not, it's never about music. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to be able to, this is my way of sharing the gospel. Right. You know, like I'm, I'm not going to see me in a pulpit like that. You're not going to see me out here preaching on, on corners and nothing like that. Or you might, you might, I don't know what God has in store, but right now it's just like music has been a, been my way of sharing the gospel. Yes. And as, as long as he lets me do it this way, this is, it already feels like an accomplishment. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's the only thing I feel like is real success to me. Mm -hmm. When somebody says, like, I got a message on IG right before we started where he was just like, a guy would hit me and he was telling me, like, your music really changed the way I was living. You know, like, you're not the traditional Christian artist, which I'm, I don't want to be. I don't feel like, like you said, you, you can listen to my music and think I'm from here, you think I'm from there. I use different type of sounds, different type of beats. And I don't want to be in just this one category. Right. I want to be, well, you can't box God. Like, right. I want to follow that. Right. So uh, my accomplishment is I just want to save souls and lead yeah. people to Christ, man. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. You know, when you think about music now, man, to your point, you know, back then, even you were signing with Interscope back in the seven. Interscope was... Uh -huh. uh, Who's that? Interscope was uh, Big Boy um, with Dre, right? Uh, was that before he went in jail, or that's that's before then? That was before then, yeah. And yeah. and Jimmy Irvine and um, yeah. Um, now again, no, you, you don't necessarily need a label. You still can, but you don't. You don't necessarily need a label. How do you feel like internet and technology has changed music? How do you think about it? Um, I feel like there's its pros and its cons. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um. I think the pros to it is the people that don't have access to those certain relationships mm. um, and people, certain people you can't get in, uh, in front of a certain audience. This is the way now. Yeah. Like social media puts you in front of anybody. It, you don't know who's going to see you, yeah. you know? Um, but at the same time, when it's time to be um, hands on with stuff or really out on the field, like you don't know what to do when it's time to get out there. Yeah. You know, because you're so social media, savvy that or internet savvy that when it's time to really talk business and get in front of somebody and answer these questions or really um what if the internet sh got shut down today what are you gonna do right you know like well how are you gonna you don't know how to sell mixtapes out of your trunk you don't know how to you know go to a, a school and set up and just be like here i got a mixtape you don't know how to you know right. like back in when i was growing up that's what right, i used to right. see people do they right. on campus just out here giving giving out cds and uh album covers that they took pictures on a little yes sir yeah you know yes, like sir. that's the way i've seen yes, it be sir. done so I, uh, the, for the fact that i've been able to be around for both sides of it right. it's a blessing you know and the people that are around me like the younger guys that are around me I try to give them that game and tell them like you you gotta you have to do more than internet. Yeah, yeah. like it's way more than that. Yeah, that's so but, true, man. See, I, I I feel blessed to see have seen the the whole uh, the, the whole cycle and the process because there's some things out of that those earlier stages and watching some of that. You know what I mean? Um, even this past Sunday, I was watching a movie. I don't know why. I mean, my, my wife's just gonna laugh. I I watch it every time it comes on. Temptations movie. Bro, watching yeah. that, you know, yeah. just in another movie with the, what was it, the five heartbeats and Big Red and all that. It just there's something right. about the whole cycle that has mm -hmm. transpired, man. Even though we're here today and appreciating right. 
all of that, you know what I mean? And, and the, um, man, how artists couldn't own their masters and all those different things and didn't appreciate and didn't understand publishing and all those different things. And where we're at now, right. the ability to literally have an idea this morning, record it at noon and have it out, uh, at five o'clock. You know what I mean? At five o'clock. You know what I mean? Literally. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't like these artists these days don't have anybody to tell them no. Yeah. You know, like, we can, including myself, like, and even when the people, I have people around me that tell me no, but because I've been in this, in this uh, new age of how everything works, it's just like, when somebody tells me no, I really have to sit down and listen to why they told me no. Right, right. Because it's so easy that I could be like, I don't need you. I could go do it myself. Like you said, I can go record it, get it sounding the way i don't even need to have it mixed there's so many artists that don't get anything mixed nowadays or master right. just like i could just record it go straight to um whatever you use and put it on all these streaming platforms or put it on soundcloud put it on youtube i could do it all myself yeah like what do i need that's what i hear so much what do i need you for yeah it's like back in the day nah that right. wasn't the attitude we could have Right. Well, it's, it's it's relatable though to that um, to something we say all the time. Not everything is simple, but simple, but it may not be profitable. You know what I mean? And so in yeah, this yeah. in this era, um, just because you could do it, it doesn't mean it's accretive. It may be dilutive. And right. so you just have to ask yourself when you skip a good mix or spending time with a good producer. I mean, the value of a producer is somebody who's checking you, saying, "Yeah, the lyrics are hot." The beat's hot, but they're not melding together into a good song. Exactly. Right? A song has a has a structure and something people will remember. That's why it's called the hook, because it hooks them in and people are gonna right. say it over and over again. That's why it's called the hook. It's called it's a bridge. It's called a bridge yeah. because it goes right. It, it's it's composition. Right. There's reason people go to school for these things. The reason right. engineers go to school to understand the sonic sonic yeah. boundaries, right? It's like a like a right. painter if you saw a painter paint the grass in the sky above the clouds you would go yo man what are you doing that's not how it should look yeah i mean music <laughs> has some of the same principles to it you know right. what i mean when you watch a right. cat do a mix uh, i remember the first time i was learning engineering and i was watching this dude mix 48 tracks i'm going it shouldn't have to be that complicated <laughs> and then he was teaching me pan and piano and the depths of the verb and this dude was picking pockets of the piano over here and the sax over here. And he was like, no, Trey, you got to like get the, get the sax over there. And then like death seven, I'm going, what? Right. See? That it's, it's art, man. Yeah. And then when you take it from that engineer to the mastering engineer, right. it's a different dude. Using and then that's, that's why artists don't want to do it because it's so many different levels to get the sound that you need, that you could have. Right. And they just want it. They just want to fast food it. You right. know, it's just like, you can't microwave music if you want it to, uh, to last forever. Right. If you go back and listen to the old school and like, like I said, I listen to Stevie a lot and I listen yeah. to all the sounds that's in his music. And it's just like, you can never have that music sounding the way it is just by saying, just by him recording one take and all the instrument, instruments that was involved, just one take and not having it mixed and mastered yeah. and put in the right place. Never would sound like that. Never, never. Man, you, you never. if you study it, I remember back in the day, I know we're going on a tangent, man, but I just, I think it's so instructive because uh, just taking me back. I remember the first time I was mixing something and I got so frustrated because I would, I, I learned to A, A, B my mixes against somebody I liked. And at the time okay. it was Dre. I mean, Dre just, Dre oh, and yeah. Pete Rock. I mean, Dre's mixes, and he had just finished, um, 
uh, what was that group that flopped? Uh, it was Nas and uh, Foxy Brown and um, oh yeah, AZ, uh, AZ, right? Yeah. But the mm-hmm. mixes were crazy. I mean, boom, 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 boom. and I'm like, my drums are not hitting like that. Why can't I? Right? And you just, I just kept going back and forth, man, for hours, like. How is Dre doing that? And you just, but right. that's a part of the process, you know what I mean? And then spending time with this engineer who's like, oh, bro, you gotta. And then I was, I worked on the project and I recorded at the studio when Naughty by Nature was recording. And uh, mm-hmm. dude who did their joints, um, uh, Dave Bellecchio, uh, was engineering our session. I'm like, Dave, you, you gotta let me hear, you know, some tracks you did with Naughty, man. Like, how, how'd you, how'd you, you know, and he let me hear a couple. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, but that's a part of the art. And so uh, right. I'm not trying to discourage anyone, just saying that don't uh, totally discard, you know what I mean, um, without yeah. knowing, you know, what you're discarding. Right, right. Yeah. And, and some, of, some, of, some of us fall in love with that rough draft so much that when we hear that final mix, we're not pleased with it, you know, because we're so we're so good, like used to that first draft. And right. it, oh, I want it to sound like that. If you don't get it close to it's through my whole album process, um, the album, it is finished through that whole process. When I heard it, the final mixes, mm-hmm. I like, dang, this doesn't, it sounds good, right? but it doesn't sound how I recorded it when I recorded yeah, it, yeah. you know? So it was, it was, a. Uh, it took a while for me to get used, get used to, to to that sound yeah, yeah 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 do you do you find that you love it now oh yeah i, okay. I went and did it i go back and listen to those rough drafts yeah. and i listen to the final mix and it's like what was i what was i doing yeah, what, what was doing? i yeah. listening to yeah. yeah 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 that's good it's a process like you said it is, it is a process to that yeah and i think your ears get tuned up too right because um yeah. you know your ears your ears grow with things over time so in right. terms of projects like i was saying during the intro man you you dropped two projects last year man tell tell How'd that come four. to be? You dropped four projects. I brought four because oh. two of them were uh, projects I did, collaboration projects. Okay, okay. Four. It is um, finished. Name the projects, right? I dropped It Is Finished. Right. I dropped um, And the Glory Goes To, which right. was a um, collaboration project with uh, my producer, Jackson. Mm-hmm. I dropped uh, For Another Time, which was in... November, December time. Okay. And I dropped uh, much more, which was another collaboration project with my my bro, uh, Aldre, which is now known as Uninvited. Yeah. yeah, four of them. Yeah. Not not to mention the the other features, man, like the song that just, I just uh, we just started playing, man, um, the RPH Experience Cypher. I mean. Cypher, that, yeah. yeah. So, so a lot, so much music last year. What was the thought process behind all that music that you released last year? Uh, you know what? Um, when I get into a creative process, I don't. I make as much music as I can. Okay. So a lot of the music you heard was I was sitting on that. Okay. You know, it wasn't necessarily all last year. Okay. Um, so it's just when I'm when I'm in that time and and, and God is like He hits the green light. It's I'm working. I'm working. Just I stand. Going. There's not a day that I don't do something music yeah you know like it's music related because i have my own equipment okay so with that it's like i don't have to go outside anywhere else to do anything i can just set up right here and go in gotcha are you producing some of your own tracks as well um not now in the beginning i was but not now i have two in-house producers which is dave d and jackson and they're just like 
they just take care they of keep me, it man. going nice yeah you spoiled bro spoiled yeah I- spoiled <laughs> spoiled his brother spoiled <laughs> you see that that's that like we used to say that's that money laugh see right there <laughs> i can't even complain that i can't say nothing different than what you're saying man because especially with jackson like he sent me a folder time i ask so yeah. it's like last like two days ago i he went uh he went live on Instagram. I heard him play a couple of joints that I have never heard him play. Yeah. And I was like, send that over. And he was like, no. Then I wake up the next morning and the folder was in my inbox. So Damn. See? Yeah. Spoil. Spoil. That's what's up, Jackson. <laughs> Y'all keep doing it. Hey, keep hooking him up. Let me, you know, two 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 lyrics, man, I noted, man, because I've been listening to your stuff for a minute. But two okay. two in particular um hit me, man. Furnace. Uh, the first verse, man, Lord, clean up this heart in me because I struggle with lust, sex, and pornography, idolatry, yeah. too prideful for apologies. They mm-hmm. say they're in their Bibles, but they lie to me. Somebody in power, so I'm checking their theologies. I'm supposed to act like somebody I don't know how to be. They really think I got it together. Well, I don't. I'm still shopping at the do- local Dollar Tree. That's real. Tell me yeah, about like- that, man. It's, That's a lot of transparency at the beginning of a song, brother. And let me let me tell you about that. So, uh, the song finally came out. I start uh, opening up some of my uh, sets with that song, mm. and like you said, from jump it hits you. And it's the so first song have, of the album. Yeah, I mean that's why it hit me. Like I'm opening your <laughs> album, and I'm like, boom, and the beat just yeah. catch you. And I'm on my Peloton, by the way, right? I throw this in my Peloton (laughs) playlist, right? I got my Peloton playlist. I got one playlist, and then I got playlists by BPMs, right? 10s, 70s, 80s. So I throw this in, I'm like, ooh, he just goes in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So just imagine going to a show where no one really knows about me and you hear that. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, there's some people that was thrown off by it because it was too much too early. Yeah. And they was just like, dang, like they, I would see the looks. And then some of them was just like, like you reacted, they would give that. So that's one of those songs that um, anybody can relate to. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. that really is real life. That's, right. I'm not trying to separate myself from the next man because right. I'm not better than him in any way. Yeah. And these are stuff, these are things that if I, if I'm not struggling with it now, than I was at one point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm still in Dollar Tree. Like I'm yeah. I'm I'm going there after we get off here. So Yo, you know? That joint hits. Um I play I you know, like I said, I keep it in the playlist because just like it says, idolatry too prideful for apologies. Right. Um <laughs> Yo, and, and those first six lines, I think I think it encapsulates so much in terms of um Mouthpiece had a, a post the other day on Instagram and I, I'm going to jack it up. But basically what he said is <laughs> sometimes we are trading re- relevance for reverence. Oh yeah. Seen it. You saw yeah. that? I read that a couple of times. I'm like, Ooh. Um, and, and, and this takes me back to um, something I've heard several college students say sometimes while they struggle with talking with Christians is because we present this totally produced view, Right. That is so clean, so right, peaks only, no valleys, right? And this right. and this opens it up straight up, like yo, I'm I'm 
I'm fallible, right? Uh, it's not, you yeah. know what I mean? It's not, it's not all there. And so I, I, I love that, man. And, um, I, I love that. Jerusalem, you know, Jerusalem was one of my joints, man. That was the first song I, I <laughs> that was always my shot, bro. Uh, especially that change up in the middle of the song. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to keep it short. I could, I, I could, I could literally spit the whole second half of the song, but I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> Jerusalem, the crazy part, I knew I'd lose them because people just ran for a season. I didn't have to choose them. I just got to keep on moving and keep from looking back like Lot's wife. I'm just ready for my graduation. Not Kanye, but I'm seeing them flashing lights. You got the rights to me, Lord. You gave me yours and took the price for me, Lord. If I ain't speaking about your life in me, Lord. You got the right to take this mic from me, Lord. What what causes you to talk to God so much in your songs, man? And with such conviction and I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say conviction and what's what I'm looking for, man? It's beyond, it's, it's conviction along with almost um, like, look, I'm on the line for this. This is what I'm called to do. And I'm putting out in front of y'all that this is what I'm called to do. And this is the work. Right. Hold me. It's almost like open accountability. Right. Open accountability right. through your lines. Right. Um, I, I approach my music the same way I would approach a conversation. Mm. You know, so just like if I'm talking to you, like you, we can use this as a verse that I, I'm about to write mm-hmm. or, you know, like it's the same way, just like when you, you just touched on, you know, when people talk to Christians about certain things, I want to, I don't want to talk to you about what you should believe in. I'm going to talk to you about what I believe in and what happens, you know, when, how I got to this point, you know, I'm going to give you my conversations with God. Every conversation that I have with God is not thank you. And I'm happy and right, everything's right, so right. blessed. Like, you know, like, it's not like that. At the same time, it's still a lot of he can take this away from me right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. and going back to that line in Jerusalem, like you got the rights to take this off of me. If I slip up anywhere, that's where that open accountability comes in. If I slip up, you have the right to take it. If, if talking to you right now, if you see me slipping up somewhere, you got the right to call me out on that and say, like, bro, what what's up? Right, right. You know, and that's that's how I wanna that's the side of my walk that I want to show people. That's how I feel like, because when people talk to me, they're like, it's, I've heard a lot of Christian rappers, but you're different because you're not forcing Jesus on anybody. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just showing you the way that I do, do life with Jesus. Right. That's it. Right. I love, I love that way of encapsulating, man. That's exactly how that's, I love that way of saying it. You, you, you openly show how you're doing life with Jesus. That's so because even your videos, man, hands up a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In your videos, man. That's one of the things I, yeah. I recall. Um, on the front of the site for a while, one of my favorite pieces was um your jacket with Jesus on the I forget what it says exactly, but Jesus yeah. on the back of that jean jacket, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Um I, I love that, man. I love that. Man, as we as we wrap up, man, um if you were, you know, sending a message to all the people who support you. Uh, and they, they said, though, you know, one thing, man, uh, you, we want to hear from you, bro. What, what would that message be? Consistency. Mm. Um, I think from the time I started Christian 
uh, music in general, anything really, but I, I use Christian hip hop. Um, from my very first song till now, um, it was consistency. Mm. You know, like like you, you said it in the beginning of, of the interview, um, the consistency like that. And I'm not just talking about with releasing music, but um, the growth in music. Um, learning music like it has to be a consistent thing if you really want to do this like re- consistently spending time in your word yeah. I can't talk about the word if I don't spend time in it you know yeah. I can't talk about what God is talking to me about if I'm not talking to him. Right. you know like it has to be um, find whatever area it is that you want to be good at and start being consistent and learning what that area or how to be good in that area yeah that's good, bro. I, I wish I had somebody to tell me that, you know, when I was coming up. It was like I, nobody was telling me. They they would tell me I was good at stuff, right. but they never told me, you know, how to continue to be good or continue to be better than good or get better than good. And it was like, I, that's if you want to rap, you can rap. But don't just put out a song and think you made it. You know, and, and this is, I, we can take out... Um, the spiritual part of this like mm-hmm. this goes for business people this goes for whatever you do like be consistent absolutely and that means learning everything like you said about mixing and you how you broke that down you would sit with people and you would ask questions of how you got this here how this sounded like that how you got that sound it's like you have to do that absolutely you have to absolutely i love that that's, man. that's the word i would get i love that man hey brother thanks for spending time with me man it's good Hey, thank you for reaching out and wanting to do this. Like we said, this was overdue, but man, I'm I'm I want to keep going. That's what's up. Like, <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, well, yo, y'all, y'all, y'all been in the house with another Kingdom Building conversation with Young C, and uh, you know what it is. We'll see y'all soon. God bless.